The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Wednesday morning, and welcome to a hump day edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX uh, FM with yours truly, Neville James. It's an absolutely immaculate day in paradise. Really lovely outside for sure. High visibility. And uh, we got a great show lined up. Uh, there's some bush tea uh, at 820. We're not doing Henry, and then we got uh, the Waste Management Authority uh, joining us uh, in our number two. But to start the show, we're going to be uh, talking with um, uh, WTJX Big Shot, man. You know what I'm saying? We got him like that. We got an event uh, coming up. And um, who, by the way, who is this Big Shot that I'm speaking to uh, out of St. Thomas this morning? Good morning to you. Good morning, Neville. This is Sarah White. Hey, how are you, Sarah? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's St. Thomas? It is beautiful as always. That's what I'm talking about. Where are you from originally, Sarah? I'm from Alabama. Oh, yeah? I am. Uh, Crimson Tide or War Eagle? Oh, so by family, I am War Eagle, but I do recognize that Alabama has the absolute powerhouse of a football team, so... (laughs) A little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Okay, well, what's it like in Alabama this time of year, the fall? Um, it's usually, they're at about 60-ish right now. Um, you know, the air is very crisp, and it's pretty It's pretty nice. The leaves are going to start changing soon, so. That's, that's good. And and um, Alabama has had its, its share of uh, hurricanes working its way through that part, right? Over yes, the years? Uh, Alabama's. Constantly uh, getting hit with hurricanes from the bottom and tornadoes from the top. So mm-hmm. moving down here, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too different with the weather problems. So Mobile, that's a that's a that's a uh, a Gulf city, right? That's down yes, there. It is. Yeah. Uh, what part of Alabama are you from? The central, north, uh, or, or down down by the Gulf Coast? I'm from North Alabama, but we also lived um, in Birmingham as well. So okay, okay, that's good. That's good. So you're you're from tornado, tornado part of Alabama. Okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, you 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 really like it here in the Virgin Islands, Sarah? Oh, uh, we we absolutely love it. This is uh, we are making this our home, one hundred percent. That's what I'm talking about. That's a good way to to start the show. So you're here to promote an event that we are really looking forward to, uh, I believe, in December over at the Antilles School. I'm going to just yield the floor to you and let you do your thing. All right. Well, thank you. Um, So we have our return of the Taste of Two Islands. It has been on hiatus since 2019. And prior to that, the first one was in 2004. So it's a very longstanding tradition and Everyone, as far as I'm aware, looks forward to the event very much. We're having it on December 14th from 6 to 10 o'clock in the evening. 
And right now we have early bird tickets are on sale for $50, and that goes through November 14th. And then regular price tickets are $60 until the day of the event. Uh, We'll have George Silcott as our Master of Ceremonies, and Spectrum Band is going to be providing some wonderful musical entertainment for the evening. But we've got... Uh, 31 restaurants and caterers from St. Thomas and St. John participating currently. We do have spots for about three to four more if anyone listening is interested in joining. Um, But we're expecting several hundred people to attend, and it's going to be quite wonderful. We've got um, Cardo's is doing our wine bar. Bellows is doing the liquor bar, and then St. John Brewery is going to have a beer bar as well. And um, and we will have uh, voting for the best savory item and the best sweet item by attendees. So it's you know it's not just come and eat; it's come and participate as well. And then we have our tickets are available at Chelsea Drugstore over in Red Hook. We have them here at Barefoot Buddha and Haven site, and then also at Bonita Cantina at the Misty Center. But you can also purchase them online at wtjx.org backslash taste. And if you are a member, um, you do get special member pricing, and it's $45. So just be sure and call the office, and we'll get that arranged. And I think I think that's about it. Um, it's going to be super, super fun. It's going to be very beautiful, very engaging and entertaining event. Um, and so we, we are absolutely looking forward to it. This is our first time, I guess, in four years to have it. So we're getting, getting back in the swing of things, and it's going to be big. No, that's, that's awesome. And the location, once again? It is at Antilia School at the Mark C. Marin Center. Okay. And the official name for the event is A Taste of? Taste of Two Islands. A Taste of Two Islands. There you go. December 14th? Yes, sir. From 6 to 10 o'clock in the evening. That's a a Thursday, right? Yes, it is. Okay. And we will have parking is going to be available at the Haven site mall and also over in Red Hook by the ferry and we'll have taxis running throughout the evening. Okay. Tessa Two Islands until he's school. Mm. Mm. You said um Cardo is gonna be um setting up a bar, a bar over there? Yes, they are doing our wine and then Bella's is doing the liquor and um St. John Brewery will be providing beer. Cardo, Bellows, St. John Brewery. We, we we pulled out all of the all of the well known uh, established entities uh, to be providing um, the beverages. Yes, we uh, we're wanting to. Well, I say we want. We are going to have an exceptional event this year. So we're doing it big because there's no other way to do it that's right and um and also because it's, it's been dormant or barren for four years right so you know the pandemic kind of uh, undermined um the things that we we normally do as it relates to getting together and, and now it's time to embrace the new normal it is and we are 
we're back and we're coming out strong with this one. Okay. Now, the early bird tickets and the regular tickets, the, 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 the difference in price is to encourage folks to get the tickets now as opposed to uh, close to the event. Yeah. So, early bird is $50 now until November 14th. So, you've got about a month of early bird. And then from November 15th until the day of, it is $60. So, savings of $10. Um but I do want to encourage people to buy their tickets early because we do have a limited amount of tickets available. That's, that's, and that's the most important point. We opened point. up sales this past Monday, and they have been they've been going fairly quickly. Um, so I do want to encourage everyone, if you're planning on coming, please do not wait until the end because you definitely don't want to miss it. If it, if, if it gets uh, sold out, you miss out. That's that's just the, yes. that's just the circumstances, right? It is. Okay. Because um, we we've got our uh, restaurants and caterers. They're you know they're prepared to bring a certain amount of samples, and we want we want everyone to be able to try everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you got X amount of consumables for X amount of uh, uh, anticipated um, attendees. So you know uh, we're not going to just make it open-ended, then there's nothing there for them to consume, right? Right. And that's, you know, you don't want to go to an event and expect something, and then when you get there, it not be there. So we want to ensure that everyone has the best possible time. Um, you know, the food's going to be there, the alcohol's going to be flowing, the band's going to be playing, and it's going to be it's going to be an incredible evening. What about non-drinkers like myself? You going to have some ginger ale there for me or what? We sure will. We will have also a full non-alcoholic table bar, whatever you want to call it, available. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. That's what I'm with. And yes, I know the audience is listening. You hear me running my mouth every morning. I am a non-drinker. It is what it is. I uh, deal with it. So let's go over details once again. Thursday, December 14th, Antilles School at the Mark C. Marion um, Hall, right? That's what it is? That's um, it. Uh, WTJX um, represents right the a taste of two islands, and yeah. uh, and uh, there are early bird tickets right now available at fifty dollars per up through November the fourteenth, and uh, from f- from November fifteenth up until um, when available. You can't even say December fourteenth uh, because there's no guarantee that they're going to be t- uh, tickets available. Up till when we run out, that cost is going to be uh, sixty dollars. So, uh, take advantage of that, and uh, you know, it's going to be a beautiful event over there. You said um, shuttles are going to be running. That's a pretty good distance from Yacht Haven and from Red Hook. Yes. So um, we will have, and the shuttles are you know complimentary shuttles to the um, to the dock in Red Hook for those who come across from St. John on the ferry. Mm-hmm. And then, because um, there, there is limited parking at Antilles, and we are expecting significant amount of people. So we wanted to make sure that, you know, if Antilles parking wasn't available, that we had something for everyone and that we accommodated everyone. Okay, good. And you said there is room now for uh, a couple of more uh Caterers? Yes. Okay. We have, we could do four more max. 
Okay. So if anyone listening is interested and wants to participate, um, it's incredible to showcase your products. And um, I think the, the last Taste of Two Islands, we had about 600 people attend. So I know it is greatly anticipated since this is the return of the taste. And so we're expecting at least that and then more. So definitely some very, very good opportunity to promote your business, promote your products. What's the what's the dress attire so that you don't come there clashing if everybody going to be there? It is going to be, um, I'm saying business casual, um, you know, business casual or semi-formal. It's nothing, um, it's definitely not evening wear. But um, so for yeah, so for like a non welcome. like a non dresser like me, uh, what, what are we talking like a jacket and uh, polo with jeans? Would I that, think that would be good. Would, would that fit in? Because I ain't trying to clash. You know what I'm saying? That's no, a, I think that would be fine. That's a term that um, we use. I don't, I don't want to overdress, and then everybody's looking at me like, "Yo, uh, where do you think you're going to?" You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, I would say um, for men, you know, a blazer and either jeans or khakis um mm-hmm. and for ladies you know or nice lady. pants or a nice skirt or dress yeah. um it's definitely not evening gown attire that's what i'm talking about you know tucks would be overkill for sure <laughs> um but uh, i mean if you want to wear a tux that's, that's on you you know what i'm saying that's on you so we're going that i oh, was talking with Shara white uh if you want to get in contact with her you could email her at s white at WTJX.org. And what's the phone number? I got it here, but I prefer that you, you say it publicly. What's the phone number if somebody wanted to get in contact with you? Okay, it is 340-690-7293. There we go. And this is Ms. Sarah White, Director of Development and Fundraising for WTJX. We got the return of A Taste of Two Islands taking place uh, in the middle of December on the 14th at the Antilles School. Uh, it starts at what time? It is at 6 o'clock. Doors open. Okay, 6 p.m. until? Until 10. Until 10. Okay, good, because uh, Friday is a work day, so we don't want to really keep you out all night and all that good stuff. So right. After 10. Okay, good. Sarah, uh, thanks uh, for calling in, giving us an update as to what we're doing, letting the public know where we're at um, in terms of uh, potent, uh, some more caterers. We've got a limited amount of uh, space availability uh, for caterers and of course um, uh, ticket sales um, are um, conditioned based on uh, when you purchase them uh, $50 early bird right now up until November the 14th and then $60 after that until they're sold out uh, and uh, that's pretty much it Sarah we got a return engagement you're going to check back with me to let me know where we're at um, like a week before the event Sounds perfect. I would love to. You got it. That's Sarah White, WTJX, uh, originally out of uh, Bama, down there, down south. But uh, now she's one of us. She's a she's a Saint I know she's one of us. Virgin Island, hanging out over there on Saint Thomas. Thank you very much, Sarah, for joining us. I'm looking forward Thank to talking. Thank you, Neville. It was a joy. Yeah, looking forward to talking yeah. with you again. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. Sarah White, uh, homegirl. Uh, WTJX Director of uh, Development uh, and Fundraising. So, I'm going to be over in Iraq. I'm going to come to this event.
Might do the show remote. Never know. I don't think so. I think the next day uh, we're going to be uh, decompressing. So that's Friday the 15th. That's also my mom's birthday. So you know, I can work my way back over to St. Croix on Friday the 15th. Uh, I hang out with mom's. Uh, she's making 88. You know what I'm saying? Getting up there, mommy. Still a young 88 and all that good stuff. So looking forward to the middle of December in 2023. Yeah, so we got got a lot of developments that are taking place. I'm looking forward to having some fun with my good friend, uh, Dwayne Henry. Um, um, A number of different things. First of all, yesterday, um, we had a vote for the speakership. Uh, in Congress, that was embarrassing. So we're going to talk about that. As we speak, the leader of the free world is in Israel uh, trying to calm tensions, which, you know, seems like an exercise in futility given the history of what's taking place there uh, in the Holy Land and and, uh, in Gaza. Um, It's been 75 years uh, uh, since the uh, Israeli settlement and another, what's it, 40, uh, 40, no, 56 years uh, since the 1967 um, war, you know, uh, Arab, uh, I mean, the Israeli-Palestine thing, you know, and uh, the president is pro-peace, you know what I'm saying, but uh, uh, there was a a, a very bad situation took place at a hospital. Uh, and then it looks like that might have been, uh, well, you know, I really want to take a side on it, right? But um, both sides blaming each other for what took place yesterday. And the sad reality is it looks like just the disregard for life is, is at an absolute nadir. N-A-D-I-R, like how to pronounce Nada in St. Thomas. Actual terminology is nadir with certain people. This is crazy. They have zero appreciation for for, for love and our existence on, on God's green earth. Allah. Yeah, whatever it is. So, be back right after this. of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. 
WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Culturman Silcat. Early bird tickets are on sale now through Tuesday, November 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Sight Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Miski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255 and 340-690-7293. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are The I Lottery, Antilly School, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, and the VI Housing Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget. And I was uh, reading some details from um, um, the the president's uh, uh, current visit um, uh, to Israel, and uh, you know it's really sad what we're dealing with here. It's been 11 days um, since um, the Hamas attack uh, on October the 7th. Right? Today's the 18th. Correct. And um, the president is trying his best um, to let peace uh, reign, but for some reason, um, it ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was reading an AP story um, about um, what was uh, originally in place. There was supposed to be a summit um, after he uh, visited Israel. Um, with, with the Jordanian, Saudi Arabian, and, and uh, Palestinian leader. But for some reason, I mean, not for some reason, for obvious reasons, um, with yesterday's um, impact, um, the tragedy at the hospital, um, that one call off. And uh, Jordan has called for three days uh, of, of mourning. Uh, Dwayne Henry, my good friend, counselor, how are you, man? Good morning, Senator. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Uh, good, man. Good. Thanks for calling. So we could um, provide. No problem. So we could provide um, some reasonable, um, multi <laughs> multi layered perspective about what's going on yes. over, over there. You know, uh, Councillor, Israel is um, one of the, if not the closest ally of America in the Middle East. I think we can all agree on that, right? And, and, you know, you and I talk about it uh, over the years. I mean, when we talk, um, that um, a lot of that uh, isn't just based on the fact that uh, we have a lot of uh, our, our um, big cities, um, um, demographic, uh, are Jewish, but it's also economics, a money thing, right? Uh, yes. Specifically banking and insurance, right? Yes, yes. Um. However, right, we can't we can't ignore the fact that um, there are tensions um, between certain demographics, right? Yes. 
and yes. and and this uh, Palestinian, uh, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict um, is a decade is a decades-long thing. This thing ain't. People believe, well, you know, okay, they roll on them October seventh. Um, okay, this is just a, a recent thing. No, 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 no. This thing going on for donkey years, like we just said, man. Yes, absolutely. Way too long. Way too long. And and are, are we start? Are, are, have we gotten to the point where um, this is literally the point of no return? Um, because at some point you gotta start asking yourself: Are we wasting all? these resources trying to fix something that is unfixable? I am unfortunately beginning to, to believe that um, the what has happened or has been happening is you look at Israel, what happened there in the last elections where they moved, that pendulum swung absolutely to the right. Netanyahu was prime minister before, but he had a lot of um, governments. And this government, he went jump straight in the bed with the hardcore, ultra-Orthodox right-wing um, parties. Mm. And really, they, um, they're the ones that's um, dictating the, the, the moves of the government. And at the same time, Hamas, um, you know, Gaza is um, 70% of the people in Gaza is under the age of 30. So most of the people in Gaza grew up during the intifadas and, and so they're hardcore that's a good point you know so yeah. i don't know what we're going to do we mm. have to you know if, if they you know if the majority of the, the, the israeli if, if they if the if the hardcore parties could could be in the majority in in the state of israel and then at the same time in within gaza at least um you have the hardcore hamas people I don't see how this gets solved. I really don't. It's it's, it's a sad thing to say. Yeah, but it's, yeah, because I think it's we, the truth. We, we want to be we want to be uh, <laughs> eternal optimists, but we gotta be realistic as well, uh, Councillor. This thing is, yeah. has gotten to the to the point now where if they believe, right, that um, and I don't like to use this word, but you know, it's it's very appropriate. Hopelessness uh, is not just talk; it's it's reality. Then you know what I'm saying. Um, let, let we go call a speed. No, just to you know, one of the things I enjoy doing here, because you know, geography is my first love, right? Is is breaking this down so that people can have a visual. They might know of the Middle East, uh-huh. but they don't really know um, about the setting. Here we go. The Gaza Strip is a 25 uh-huh. mile long by six wide, six mile wide enclave, bounded uh-huh. by. But it's like the St. Croix, yeah, because I, I was speaking with Solomon and he broke that down for me. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a little bit bigger, right? He it's said, big no, no, no. Bounded by the Mediterranean Sea to the west, which is uh-huh. water now. So think about that. That's water. It's uh-huh. like, right? Right? And plus, there's an Israeli blockade there, so they can't go anywhere. Exactly. Is- Israel to the north and east, and, uh-huh. and, and Egypt to the south, right? Right. So, so, so just imagine that uh, audience, right? You're talking about shoreline property, right? To the west uh-huh. is like the Pacific Ocean. It's like a little enclave in the state of California, right? Uh, and uh-huh. okay, you got water to the west, right? And then uh-huh. to the to the north and to the east, right? Is uh-huh. is uh, is uh, Israel and to the south uh-huh. 
is is like uh, Mexico, right? Um, Egypt, right? Right? Gaza is uh -huh. one of two Palestinian Palestinian territories. The other is the Israeli occupied West Bank, bordered by walls and fences erected by Israel. The Gaza Strip uh -huh. is one of the most densely populated territories in the world. It's like certain parts of New York uh -huh. City, right? It's like certain parts right. of New York City, right? A lot of people in a very right. small place. That's why, um, you know, I keep, uh -huh. I keep referencing Malcolm. He said the greatest concentration of black people in the world in the 60s was in Harlem. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that, that's uh -huh. what you know, right? He said the Strip has been under a blockade, which you just mentioned, by Israel and Egypt, restricting the movement of people and goods since Hamas seized control of the territory in 2007. Israel controls uh -huh. its airspace and shoreline, as well as what uh -huh. goods can cross Gaza's borders. Gaza is the right. home to 2 million Palestinians, 1.7 uh -huh. million of whom are Palestinian refugees, according right. to, the, to the UNRWA, the UN Palestinian Relief Agency. The charity uh -huh. Save the Children uh, says... Uh, uh, children make up almost half of Gaza's population, which you just mentioned as well. Right uh -huh. now, the, 20, the 25 by 6, right? When I was talking uh -huh. to um, Solomon, he said about 130, 132 square miles. Of course, we're 84. But our thing is different. Uh -huh. Our thing is different, right? That that strip uh -huh. in Gaza, right, is very symmetrical, right? Our, yes. Our situation yes. is not symmetrical. We are it's very... Literally a strip. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, it's a rectangle. It's a rectangle, right? Yes, yes. Uh, our thing on St. Croix, even though we got the same dimensions, we are very narrow to the east and very wide to the west. That's, right. that's the reason oh. why our square miles is 84 square miles. So for those who are listening and love geography and love the math, our, right. our situation is more triangular because St. Croix is a shoe and, and, right. Gaza, and Gaza is a rectangle, even though we have right. literally the same dimensions. Okay, so I just want to right. let the public know that. But right. um, but because it, remember we're talking square miles. Which is exactly. Our thing rectangular. Um, from from, uh -huh. from when you go from Ham's Bluff, Ham's Bluff to Point Udall, that's an angle. Uh -huh. that's not, it's not a straight line yeah. from the tip of Ham's Bluff out, uh, out across. But we're not talking right. about us. We're talking about Gaza. Um, um, uh -huh. doing something is fundamentally wrong right off the bat. When people uh -huh. of Palestine, people of Palestine are called refugees. In the Middle East. This is crazy, man. Because what really happened is most of those people were actually pushed out of Israel years ago. Exactly. And, and in talking with... They, they, with, with talking yeah, they were, the Israel, Israel actually pushed them into that area. And, and by the way... And then confined them to that area. By the way, that's, I'm glad... That's what really happened. I'm glad you brought up that uh, point. I'm glad you brought up uh -huh. that point. Because uh, remember, you and I spoke about how I found, how I found out, uh, how I was shocked when I found out that Tariq Aziz was a Christian and, and Saddam uh -huh. Hussein uh, partner and, and we all assume everybody over there is Muslim. Um, right. Salaman had me to know Neville ain't, ain't just um, um, ain't just got Palestinian Muslims over there. He got Palestinian uh -huh. Jews and Palestinian Christians. You say Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. As a matter of fact, even within Israel, there's a lot of um, Arabs. Uh, uh, exactly. Arab-Israelis. Arab Arab-Israelis. Yeah, exactly. But, but those people are Palestinians. Yes. Yes. So so we, we, we are under oh. the belief that uh, it's, a, it's a binary situation, either or over there, when in fact it's not no, the case. No, not at all. It's not As the case. As a matter of fact, Jerusalem itself is one of the most... Um, 
that's the word. That's the word. Yeah. Religion. Yeah. Yes, in, in in the Middle East, because yeah. they, like you said, there's a lot of it's it's the center of three great religions: um, Islam, um, Judaism, and Christianity. Christianity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and 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 we talk about the the the, the Temple Dome, which is the Al Aqsa Mosque, um, which and 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 um, the, the 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 Jews call it the Temple Mount. Um, which is the foundation of um, Solomon's Temple, but also it's the Dome of the Rock, where under Islam, um, Muhammad rules the heaven. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, and then the, uh, the, the other portion of that in, in that area is, is um, the, the, the burial place of Christ, the tomb of Christ. Correct. Is, is, is in that area too. So it's extremely important... You know that that, that you, know, you hear about oh what's the big deal with Alaska Mosque and and these fighting and carrying on and stuff? It's because three religions actually claim uh, um, that, that that area to be theirs. Yes, and that that is actually the genesis of the war that we're seeing today. Yes, yes, and and and, and you know, like I said, it's 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 amazing because. You know, I think you know Israel could be should be a, a, a state. Um, I, I think, but I also think that Palestine needs to be a state. They need to, you know, work that out. And then you have hardcore people on both sides. You there's some people, um, Hamas and somebody others that that call for the elimination of, of Israel as a state. And then at the same time, many mentions of many members of this Israeli government. Um, the Likud party and, and, and some of the, 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 the right-wing um, orthodox parties, they will tell you straight up. As a matter of fact, maybe um, Netanyahu said several years ago that there's a Palestinian state already. It's called Jordan. Imagine that. In other words, they need to get out and go to Jordan. Imagine that. You know, so that, that just so... If when you got some people say one call for the elimination of, of one state and the other one said, well, you're not a state anyway, then how do you reconcile those extreme views? Going back, how do you do that? W- w- one of the things we, we, we enjoy doing is educating the public, right? To have a good feel, a good understanding, right, of why we are where we are. It's, it's good to go back and read about the 1948 Arab-Israeli war, right? Uh-huh. And, the, and first, the first one. The yeah. first one, yeah. Well, that's, that's the genesis, uh-huh. right? And it lasted for nine months, three weeks, and two days. Began on May 15, 1948, and unfortunately ended 15 years before I was born on March 10, 1949, on my birthday, right? The location, uh-huh. and, 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 and to me... Right. If you re- if if you do that, then you have a feel for why this thing, you know, is never ending. The location, just ju- just from the name alone, you know, British Mandate yes. of Palestine. Man- yes. Right. Mandate. Yes. Not, not, not the people's mandate. Correct. <laughs> Former British yes. Mandate of Palestine, Sinai Peninsula, uh-huh. Southern Lebanon. Uh-huh. Right. And right. and it speaks to the colonialism, right? Uh-huh. Of of England and France. As it relates uh-huh. to these countries, um, include a lot of countries in Africa, countries yeah, in the mid uh, areas in the mid, areas in the Middle East, and even as far uh-huh. east, right as as um, Hong Kong and, and 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 India and these type of controls that they yeah, had. India, yeah, 
talk about India and Pakistan, that, that's the British, that, that's their hand there too. Yes. You know, you know what I'm saying? And let me tell you, they do a number on this wall. You know? Yeah, man. They say um, Britannia rules the waves. You know, they do a number on this wall. The check. That, that the British government. And the result, you know, right? The result. Trade. The result, um, the result. We just need to look, it's right here in the Caribbean when it does to the other islands. But what it did in Africa and India, to me, them two places are the most egregious. Because up to now, you still got um, Indians killing Indians. You know, we, we created this artificial state and call it Pakistan. Yeah, man. But the whole thing was India. Yeah, man. And, 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 and they hate each other and they kill each other. And, and the Kashmir region and, and, and thing up to now. And then in Africa, and you know, people say, oh, come, come on, them African country I was fighting. You know where the cat British, Britain split up all Yeah, man. And don't, for, and don't, and don't forget. Place and all kind of but, but don't forget Bangladesh and, and Sri Lanka. You know what I'm saying? Don't, well, don't, there don't, you go, yeah. yeah. Bangladesh is, is, is that's all part of All part of this conflict in perpetuity, right? The result, yeah. the result of this war, right, was an Israeli victory. A partial Jordanian victory and Palestinian Arab, Egyptian, and Syrian defeat. And we're looking yeah. back 75 years. People ain't getting over these things. They're not going to get over these things. They're not. They're not. They're not. Especially when religion, you know, people talk about Islam. Um, you know, some people criticize the religion, saying that it's too controlling and, and personal and stuff. But you know, the um, Orthodox jury is um, also is, is, is quite dominant on their uh, thing because there's no difference really between how the Hasidim treat their women than how Muslims treat their women. Nope. Do, do, look. You walk around Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and parts of Flatbush. Yes, sir. And not only that, a lot of them, when they're outside, they can't watch me and you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's right. You yeah, know, man, but no. we, don't, we don't talk about that, but we talk about all oh, the Muslims and the mistreated women and all kind of the, nonsense, the. you know. But these religions, you know, the, the, the extreme versions of each religion is, you know, results in, 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 in um, total control over personal lives and whether that's, that's good right. or not that's why you know, that, you know, I'm not going to judge but, 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 but we have to recognize the fact that that's but, what's happening but, but that's why we have analyzed this to make these declarations so the public can be educated we'll take a break and come back talk about what took place in DC yesterday be back right after this Technology Center and the VI Energy Office, in partnership with the Worldwide Universities Network, are hosting the second annual VI Energy Fair. There will be live demonstrations, interactive exhibits on energy and sustainability, and community leaders on site to discuss the territory's efforts to reduce energy costs. The fair takes place at the UVI Sports and Fitness Center on St. Thomas on October 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, visit cgtc-usvi.org. As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now. 
NPR News weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. We're back here on Analysis, having some bush tea before the Waste Management Authority joins us at 9 o'clock. I got my good friend, Dwayne Henry, here, and we're just providing some some perspective and some information so that you can arrive uh, at your uh, conclusions when you process everything. Uh, good morning once again, uh, Counselor. Glad to have you on uh, on this late midweek. Uh, bush tea, by the way, bush, by, by the way, I wanted to, to actually give some details with respect to the West Bank, right? Because we spoke of Gaza, right? But the West Bank now, this is a 1967, right? The Arab-Israeli war. So this is 19 years after the original war in 48, right? And the West Bank is a landlocked territory near the coast of the Mediterranean Sea, again, in the Levant region of Western Asia that forms the main bulk of the Palestinian territories. It is bordered by Jordan and the Dead Sea to to the east and by Israel, to the southwest and north. That's why landlock is really the appropriate terminology because Israel exactly. really, right, got got got, got what we are called geographical control, right? Uh-huh. It has been right. under an Israeli military occupation since the '67 Arab-Israeli War, <clears throat> since uh-huh. the Oslo II Accord was signed in 1995. Uh-huh. Its area has been split into 165 Palestinian enclaves under total. Uh-huh or partial civil administration by the Palestinian National Authority and a contiguous area uh-huh. containing 230 Israeli settlements into which uh-huh. Israeli law is pipelined. The West Bank uh-huh. includes East Jerusalem, right? Yes. Israel administers the West Bank, excluding East Jerusalem as Judea and Samaria Sea District uh-huh. through the Israeli civil administration. Just what I read uh-huh. there, what what I read there alone, uh, Dwayne uh-huh. Henry, right, <clears throat> is tantamount, uh-huh. right? Is the epitome of of human chaos and mass confusion, based on uh, uh, based on the results of what took place in '67. Absolutely, um, you know that 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 actually was part of Jordan, 
Yes. Um, that, that's that's yes, the that's the that's the part. Um, that's the part. BB being referencing saying I, I I could take I could go to Jordan and the whole thing could done. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, in the sixty-seven world, um, the, the, the Israel took the West Bank from Jordan and they took Gaza from Egypt and they took the Golan Heights from Syria. Um, those the three territories they seized in that war. Um, the, 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 you know, the, and it is landlocked because you got to remember, even though it's called the bank because the Jordan River drives it's on the western part of the Jordan River and the, and, the, and the Dead Sea. But the Dead Sea is not a sea; it's actually a lake. Correct. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so there's no there's no outlet there. So it is landlocked. Um, it borders a lake, part of a river, and then land uh, than a country. But I wanted to um, also... One, one, no, one of the things I want to mention real quick is I, I mentioned oh. the Oslo Accords. For those of you who uh -huh. don't know, right? And this is 1995. This was a big uh -huh. accomplishment by by Clinton yes. by Clinton at the time, yes, Clinton. right? Uh -huh. yes, when absolutely. they had secret negotiations taking place in Norway. And remember that, uh -huh. that infamous handshake, right? Of uh -huh. Rabin and Arafat, right? Where, uh -huh. where yes. people... The world was stunned. They couldn't believe... Yes. Right, yes. that Yitzhak Rabin and Yasser Arafat literally shaking hands there in 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 in, uh -huh. in, in uh, the Rose Garden, right? I believe it was the Rose Garden yeah. uh, in in DC yes. at the White House, David, right? It, it was yeah, the Rose Garden. It, it took care of the White House. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the negotiations, I think, that actually did most of it out at the retreat camp, David. But then the the ceremony was in in in, in town, mm -hmm. uh, they say. But but I wanted to mention <laughs> real quick as a disclaimer. I don't I don't want people to think that um saying that all Muslims are this way or all Jews. No religion is monolithic. Just, you know, so they're different. Um, not, not every Muslim um, believes in wearing burqas of for course, women. Of course. And, and not, not every Jews believe in living in kibbutzes. Go, Remember go. this thing, this whole thing about the kibbutz is a, um, a whole idea of reclaiming land, you know. Yes. That's yes. what a whole kibbutz thing is. And, and we, you know, you got to look and, you know, I, I really, my heart pains that those people were kidnapped and, and lost their lives like that. But these people, these kibbutzes, this one, you know, and, and then the, the thing was like right next to Gaza. Yes. So it was like easy target for, but, for, for, for Hamas. But that's what I was saying. That's, you know, that's, that's, and, that, that's why and, I, and, I, and, and, and it pains me. In the West Bank. Yeah. Ariel Sharon is, at first Ariel Sharon was all for doing these settlements. And then, as he, you know, later in life, he, you know, before he died, he realized that look, this is not a good policy, and he actually started to to, to um, cut back on the different um, settlements. And that's but, what, but, 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 but that's why it pains me was, for, was to seize as much land as they possibly can. But that's why it pains me to use the terminology "human chaos" and "mass confusion." You check what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Because you have right. all of these different ethnicities. Right, you have faiths. Right. You have faiths mm -hmm. within the ethnicities. You follow what I'm saying? And, and as and, we, and, and, mm -hmm. no, go ahead. I wanted to say also, Hamas is a creation of this chaos. Yes, yes, and one of the, and one if of the, the big Hamas reasons why was created by this this whole chaos. But but one but one of the reasons why the president feels inclined to get to the region, it isn't just because Israel is its closest ally. Right, it's also because the president recognizes what everybody is seeing. We have a, a significant, a, a un, a irrefuted, right, unquestioned humanitarian crisis taking place in Gaza. Right, 
Uh, we ain't even know what happened yet. Uh, exactly. We really don't. We, 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 we just going, we, we, we just going based on what we're hearing, right? But, yeah. when, but when you have the ability to lock off water, right? Uh, and people got to use toilet water. I mean, th th that is so painful to hear, man. Uh, do you listen? No food, no medicine. No, man, and, 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 I, and, and and like I said, I believe in, in Israel having the right to, to, if they want to go after Hamas because Hamas attacking them, so be it. Yes, but don't but, pen, but, but, but don't penalize but, the innocent people who live in exactly. fear of. That's 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 where they really you know they, they, you begin to cross the line at that point. Uh, in my exactly, uh, and and don't believe that because Hamas got a kind of control in Palestine is because that's what the Palestinians want. A majority of the Palestinians. Oh, no, no, they have no choice. It is about exactly. Exactly. The former Republican Party, really? They, they, you know, you got. You got an outside entity that, 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 that's controlling you to death, and then uh, here comes uh, somebody comes in in a vacuum. I mean, what do you do if, if you don't have the freedom to create democratic institutions? Not only the freedom. What do you do? Not only the freedom. You don't create not, undemocratic ones. But not only the freedom, counselor. You living in fear of your lives every every hour, every yeah. minute, every hour. Man, they living in fear. They living in fear. It's insane. This whole thing, this is pure craziness that, that's that, going that, on that, over that, there. That's exactly it. What, what, like what, I said, what, the, the previous people like the Menachem Begin and, and even Ariel Sharon, Moshe mm -hmm. Dayan, um, Golda Maier, yeah. those, those were reasonable people, especially when you look at what's going on now. They, they seem very, no, <laughs> very no, liberal no, no, compared to, compared to what, the present government. But when we had the table talk a week ago, uh, last week, Right, I believe it. Uh -huh. was, I believe it was me, you, Ronnie, and and Ducks. Right, uh -huh. remember now. One of the reasons why we, uh, well, we collectively came to the conclusion is the reason why war uh, is is perpetual over there is because that's how they raise up. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, man. These people yeah. were born in the interface. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man. That's the only thing they know. They yes. Don't know that. You yes. know, that, that, that really at one time, between 
and uh -huh. 212 on the other side and the 212 holding strong and you got 20 uh -huh. defectors and and the 222 side at, i mean i mean 220 side wow that's sad what took place well, yesterday I think the picture of um, Jim Jordan in his suit sitting down and, and Kevin McCarthy um, sitting right behind him with his head thrown back in deep laughter, I think that says it all. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. Because you know what Kevin was thinking. He might have been pretending to be laughing about something else. But obviously he was saying, see, I tell you, this is what they do to me. This is what they're going to do to you. Because but, the carcass is insane. But, 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 but you know what's also funny, uh, Councillor? You had 20... People who didn't vote for Jim Jordan, and all of them got different reasons, <laughs> right? Yes. You yes. got, you got, you got people who don't like what happened to McCarthy, right? Yes. You, you, uh -huh. you, you got people who don't like the fact that Jim Jordan represents the extreme wing of the Republican Party, right? Uh huh. You got people who don't like what happened to Scalise, which is something I want to touch right? on. Which is something yeah, I want to touch on. I, I want to touch on real quickly with Scalise. You know, uh -huh. you elect a leadership team, right? with Kevin McCarthy uh -huh. as number one and Scalise number two. I would think the reason that you have someone as number two, right, is because uh -huh. in the event number one don't work out, there would be a quick ascension and leadership would continue, right? But this, yes. But this is the madness that they did. Yeah, man. They instituted rules that made absolutely no sense. And then you it had a vote. Succession. There's no true succession in those rules. No, but but, but check this out. Oh, so, McCarthy would have fell in. I mean, oh, else um, Scalise would have automatically ascend to that, that position. But I, but I come into that. So, so, so check this out now. So you have a vote within the Republican conference. You vote for Scalise, right? Scalise wins uh -huh. the vote over Jordan. Yeah. And as soon uh -huh. as the vote done, the Jordan uh -huh. people go on attack of Scalise. Yeah. And said that, and I refused to budge. And and now, and, and this so, is the so, way. So, 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 so why did you approve no, of him? They, but, they said the same thing. At the, the, the time with the, the time with Scalise, they, they, um, they, they were saying, "Oh, a, a small group of Republicans is preventing um, things from happening, from becoming uh, Scalise from becoming the speaker." Right? Jordan was one of those small group of Republicans. Now that he's a nominee. He's accusing the 20 people of doing the same thing that he did just now, imagine, a few days ago. Imagine that. A few days ago. Not last year, not the year before, a few days a ago. A few days this ago. This is the height of hypocrisy. I, I mean, I mean if, if it's hypocrisy, and, and then we're supposed to be looking at it from the outside, and because and then what we don't agree with them based on their behavior, no, we're the bad people. Uh -huh. We're the extremists. Right? Are you out there and, and the right or on the left or whatever side you're on? Uh -huh. You know, uh, you, you, uh, oh, Trump, uh, we're, we're haters and MAGA haters and all that stuff. No, uh -huh. no. Are you say one thing and then 72 to 96 hours later, are you doing something completely different? Absolutely. But, but we're supposed Absolutely. to interpret it on how you see it. And that's the problem. One, one, yeah. of, my, one of my listeners called and said, Morning. It's called leadership by hostage. Same thing happened with Paul Ryan and John Boehner. And he's absolutely yes, correct, yes. man. He's absolutely correct. You, you know the Democratic Party, kind of what you mean, but they have never, like Trump says, eaten their young. The Republican Party has done it in the past. That's, a, that's probably the truest thing Trump ever said. Though. Ever said. Republicans eat their young. Ever said. And, 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 yes. but, but, but quickly, because we got two minutes left. 
What happened to Ken Buck out of Colorado? Look like common sense just dominating his mind to the point where every time he talk, he sung like he's the only one who really got some conviction and some principled positions about what he's saying. But you know something, uh, Dwayne, he's also saying something about what took place on January 6th. You know? It looks like he, it looks like he knows right about mm -hmm. about things that haven't gotten public yet because his 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 position is not only uh -huh. about the extremism of Jim Jordan uh -huh. but he wants Jim Jordan to fully reject the notion that Biden did not win the election right, right? and uh -huh. he also mentions and what took place on January 6 in other words yes. don't forget they had a number of them who were claiming they want a pardon no i wonder yes, Yes, so Ken, so Ken Buck, as a prosecutor, his instincts is, what you want a pardon for if you ain't done nothing? If you ain't done nothing. And, and, and I think his, his, his forthcoming is, is um, like my good friend Alicia Bass like to say, is he, he had a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> <laughs> that one, it looked it look like he, hey. Isn't it something where isn't it something where you you got a big loud mouth the intimidator right in a group and there's always one person in the group who to remind you me afraid you or no I just want you to know right? you might get the rest of them and and the, and the heels and all that stuff but I is the one uh -huh. I is the one who know about you and more importantly you know that I know about you uh, and that's the frightening yes. that's the frightening part that's the frightening part, that's the frightening part yes. for uh for Jim well, you Jordan. you know that i know that you, <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the part hey good boy <laughs> good good boy this morning man course. thank you very much okay of course and that last last quick thing hakeem jeffries speaker of the house in three votes <laughs> <laughs> we're calling it that one, one. yeah okay good thing take it easy we'll, we'll, we'll take we'll take a break come back with some program notes and the waste management authority can be joining us right after this The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 3.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.